Welcome back to the show. I am excited to share something totally different than usual. Honestly, something that we don't share a lot, but I think that you need to know this because um, when it comes to making sales and wanting to, you know, impact more people, you end up trying a lot of different things. And typically this comes in the form of trying strategies. So what I want to talk about today is something that we don't talk about a lot, which is strategy. Typically we go, um, you know, really hard on principles because principles never change. Principles are what our coach Myron calls God's automation. Like you can't, you principles can't not work. Like they just are true. Um, like an example is how, um, like when you go with human nature, uh, human nature works in your favor and going with human nature is like understanding people and going with what they value and, you know, meeting people where they are. Like there's all these principles that we like to talk about that make any strategy work. It's a huge belief that we have And honestly, our goal in all the content that we share that's principle based is that you are free, that you are excited and that you enjoy what you do. And it's amazing. Okay. So that's the goal. And and some of our most popular um, content comes from what did Macy and Kat do? What did the sales girls do for their last launch? Like what strategy are they doing? Why did they make that change? What's going on? And um, so I thought, why not share with you some of the th things that we've tried in the pros and cons of them? So I've thought of, and I'm, if I'm missing one and you've watched us, throughout the years, or you have a question, I love, we all love hearing from you. Would love to know what questions you have about any of these, because after doing business for five years, five plus years, and being able to get really, really consistent and even pre predictable results, um, like six-figure launches, million-dollar years, um, you know, just having really, I don't know, just like, it's not always easy, but it is predictable how these results can play out. And I'm just, I was just thinking like, what are all the things that we've tried that the other sales girls can try too and really make a wise decision for you? Like, what do you want to do? How do you want to go about making your sales? Because you got to do something. So what are they going to be? So I thought about five and there might be more that I'm missing, but I don't think so. I think that this is pretty good. So, and this is, since we um, have, since probably 2019, 2020, that we've been doing these things um, consistently. Some of them are newer. But anyway, I'm going to tell you the story behind each one and a pro and con that you can take for, for you um, and make decisions on how you want to do stuff. And hopefully, maybe you'll even feel like validated or justified when you're like, oh, like that makes sense that Kat said it was a con because that's been really hard. Okay, so... Let's get into it. Number one sales strategy that we have done consistently, webinars. Webinars. You probably hear a lot about webinars. Um, if you've, gosh, ever heard of like evergreening your course, meaning that you sell it like on autopilot through email and through ads. You've probably heard of like automating a webinar. Uh, we never, ever automated a webinar. Um, a webinar is you know, a, 
a, a class, a web seminar is where it came from. And you teach something and you help people believe something so that they buy within that um, kind of window. And that window, gosh, could be anywhere from like an hour webinar to 90 minutes to hours and hours long. Um, we've done a lot of studying on webinars. There's a lot of amazing principles behind webinars. Um, and that's what I would say is like a pro. One of the pros to webinars is that you get to make a big point. Like if you believe something, um, I'll give you an example. We have someone in our sales girl inner circle and she really believes that autoimmune diseases, like there's this one in particular autoimmune disease, like that you can heal, that your body wants to heal. And when you do a webinar um, or any sales message, but especially a webinar, you get this like short amount of time to make a massive point. And um, you get to get like your philosophy across. When I was reading um, Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson, he talks about this big point as the big domino. And we like to call it in our world, the one message. And when you have a big domino or a one message, what that means is that when you, um, when people can get on board with what you believe, none of their like objections, none of their concerns, they really don't stack up very well. And I'll give you just one example of that. And uh, big dominoes and one messages apply to any sales strategy, but webinars are a really great way to encapsulate it, um, have it recorded, and then you can, you know, send it to people, post it on your podcast. We've done all these things and it's been honestly great. Um, our big domino for a super long time. And I would say even till to today is that sales skills are life skills. And so when, when we through a webinar or through content, but I'll just say webinar right now, we prove this point. We prove how it makes your relationships better, which overflows into your work, which overflows into, um, how you like think about yourself and you sell yourself on stuff and you stay motivated and, and you're alive and you're vibrant that is like a life skill, right? To be able to get your child's teacher on board with, you know, what you want for your child because you see yourself as confident. And anyway, all these things and people are like, well, if sales skills are life skills and how can I, how do any of these other excuses even feel important? Okay. So a webinar is a great way to prove this point. So that this is a great time for you to ask like, what, what point do I want to make? And if you don't know, then play with it. Um, there's not one right or wrong answer, but um, it is something that you want to play with and tease out because people being on board with your beliefs is huge. Okay. The con of webinars, um, I could probably stay here for a minute, but it's really, they're not bad. I just think that, um, I, I believe that probably the biggest con is that a webinar is not conversational. Now, I'm sure someone could argue this and say, what do you mean? Like, just get in the chat and talk to people and all this stuff. And that is so true. Um, you absolutely can, like, go back and forth being the presenter and being in the chat. Um, but I think what I mean is the presentation's done. And for you to feel like you have, like, all your eggs in this presentation basket, you hope you got it right. And, you know, you hope that everything that you've heard from the market and everything that came out of your heart and your mind is good enough for right now. And um, what I what makes me sad about webinars is that people put all their energy into it. And then if 
the pitch quote pitch is not good enough and people don't convert, then they think, well, I am the worst and this didn't work. And so I guess I'll just either like quit or not do another one ever again. And that just simply isn't true. A webinar is a great way to convey your ideas and show people that you can help them and show people what you believe and to see if you like have the, can get on board with the same things. And it doesn't have to be this like one shot sales influx. But unfortunately, that's where we've been educated around webinars. And so I would say that that's a con. Um, I would just say that. So with that said, um, and I will just tell you that our webinars we've done um, in five years, shoot, like, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 webinars, at least, at least. And um, some people do them every single week. We were doing them more quarterly um, on top of just presentations that would happen for different things at different times. But formal webinar where people are invited, they register, they sign up, they get emails, they, you know, um, all that stuff. Um, I, I, what was I going to say? I'm just not sure that, what was I going to say? I was going to say, is this what they call pregnancy brain? Is that what this is? Um, anyway, we've done a lot of webinars and, oh, I know what I was going to say. People, um, put their eggs in this basket, but you actually can do this presentation and follow it up with something, which leads me to strategy number two. Strategy number two is a workshop call. Now we've made this up. Okay, so you're not going to read about this in Russell Brunson's books or Alex Hermosi's books or, you know, hear about it in your evergreen course. But it was kind of cool. So we went through a season where um, we were like, okay, well, we don't really want to do like a full webinar. We like just did one. And but we do want to be with the people. We want to be with the market and we want to get them into our program because it can really help them. So we call them workshop calls. And there were, um, the pro to them is that they were very coaching heavy. So Macy and I, even before either one of us were life coaches or anything, we've really seen ourselves as coaches through like our sales model and, um, and training people and helping them think the right way about selling and their offers and things. So we've been at this a long time. And so a pro is that if, especially if you have a coaching, coaching heart, Workshop calls are really cool because it helps you be with the people and be in conversation and um, it demonstrates your ability to help them really well. So instead of it being like a pre-crafted message, which again, totally fine, but it lets you customize a message for them right then and there, which is really cool. So I think there were times where for workshops, we would um, come with like a content message, maybe 10, 15 minutes, and then open up the floor for coaching, um, which I think an expert like someone in the webinar world would say that is just not enough time or enough content to convert somebody. Now, here's what I will say. If you are someone who puts out a lot of content, especially if it's sales content, which means it's transformative in the way they think, in the way they feel, that, my friend, is when you are really poised to do a workshop call because they're in the right mindset. They're leaned in toward you, but they're just not sure. Like, 
if you can help them. So you demonstrate that you can help them by coaching them, answering their questions, helping them see their struggles um, in light of what you do, right? So whether it's like health, business, ads, um, anything at all, you can answer their question with you, if it makes sense, being the answer to their problem. You being the solution, that's what sales is, is being the solution to someone else's problem. That's why entrepreneurs create things. So if you can prove it, then this is a great strategy for you. Um, and so I will say a con is that it's content light. So if someone comes to a workshop call and they're like, I don't really know you, but I heard about you. Maybe they love your coaching. Maybe they are, maybe something that you say to someone in coaching is like, whoa, like that blew my mind. And they like totally get it and they want to buy your program. Um, but they might not have enough context that your content um, from maybe a webinar or another presentation or just your content, podcast, whatever you're doing, they don't have enough context to feel super bought in, but they like you. And so what you don't want is to like, you just don't ever want to assume that people know exactly what you're talking about. So you want to cover your bases. And so what we would often do is workshop calls like um, alternated with the webinars. We wouldn't like, and also there, we've had this podcast for years. Um, we knew that people listened to it and we would invite people to these calls that were on our email list and who had like been engaged. So you can do that as well. Um, I just hope that you like are hearing, oh, I have options. And like, this is why this would work for me. And maybe here's where I can pair it with something or whatever. Um, and so what I want to talk about is this third strategy that pairs really, really well with almost, almost anything. Okay. And we're just at number three. So number three, you may have heard us talk about already, but, um, we're just now kind of realizing that this works for other people besides us. Of course it does because sales skills are life skills. And if one person can have a skill, then like anybody can, we're not special, but it's funny because it's kind of similar to the workshop calls. We came up with this kind of by accident and we call them info calls and info calls are group sales calls. Um, we did not know this at the time. Honestly, what happened was we realized that during sales week, when you only have Monday to Friday, uh, you need time to be with people. You need time to answer their questions, to help them feel like seen and heard and, you know, just get them over any thought hump that they have. And so um, the pro to info calls, like these group sales calls, is that you have an amazing conversion um, rate. Amazing. Like I genuinely 50% is almost always the minimum. And the reason for that is because they're super conversational and they're the um, intent behind them is to talk about your program. And you might be thinking like, gosh, that's intense. Like invite people to talk about my program directly. Uh, yes, absolutely. So info calls pair beautifully with a webinar. In fact, our webinars, I think I mentioned already, they didn't convert super high. So it's not like we were just getting people like buying all night the day of our webinars or anything. But what we did was we would do the webinar and then a few days later we would host uh, multiple info calls to see who wants to come, who wants to talk. And when, like when you do something like this and you hear from the people, you get to understand like, oh, people, we haven't made this clear. Let's make this clear. And then you can answer questions publicly and leverage the information you get here on top of having an amazing conversion rate 
Um, and I will just say that the, the sales girls who do this, they are the ones who win. So I'm not just saying that group sales calls work for everybody, but when you have sales skills, they 100% can work for you. And even if you don't have sales skills, take a try, like just do your best and, and be with the people and see what comes up. It would be awesome. Um, the con that I've noticed info calls that you can look out for is that they lack a ton of context. Like if workshop calls lack context, info calls really lack context because the whole point is that you talk about your program. So I remember there was a couple times where we sent, I guess, emails out saying, come to our info call. And people came who had like never, like they just started following us. I don't even know how they got on the list, but they were like, I want info. So they thought that they were coming to like hear about it, but we were really coming to answer questions and have sales conversations. So maybe that's because of the name info call totally could be our fault. But in general, um, that was like the biggest con I noticed outside of that. Like they're pretty, they're pretty awesome. They're pretty awesome. And I really recommend it to anyone um, especially if it's not realistic for you to follow up with everybody in DMs or you can't possibly like reach out to everybody who came to your webinar and you don't just want to rely on your emails. Like you want to be in the game. So many people will do a webinar or any kind of presentation or something, host an in-person event, and then they just whatever happens, happens, but you actually have so much more control than that. So I would encourage you to pair info calls, like group sales calls with almost anything that you try and just see what happens. Okay. Number, I want to, okay. Number four and five. Oh gosh. I want to do, I'm going to switch these. So I was asking the team, Hey, out of all these things, am I missing anything? And someone brought up something very obvious. And that was, Instagram stories. I know, crazy, right? Um, but, and I almost don't even want to talk about this because that's just like not, I, I, it is a sales strategy because for two years, that's like how we met, got $2 million was consistently on my personal Instagram, Macy's personal Instagram, hardly even the guide culture. Now the sales girls official Instagram we like exclusively sold through Instagram stories. That's how we promoted webinars. That's how we got people come. I mean, it was just absolutely nuts. And so Instagram stories absolutely still to this day work. We just do not rely on them anymore at all um, to do this. It's just not sustainable. But I want to still share with you the pros and cons because if you are, and I believe that you can get to a million dollars like this way too. Like it is not too late. This has not, none of these have passed. These are all going to be timeless uh, when you can adapt them the right way and you use the principles that will work forever. Um, the beautiful thing about Instagram stories is that especially when you have sales skills and you can get people engaged in like leaned in and um, kind of stirred up, you can get very quick feedback and have those conversations. Um, and I know a lot of times when it comes to sales, it's all about sales conversations, but it's not just about that. It's about, can you like engage people enough and uncover what are people wanting? What are people needing? What's the market saying? So that you can have a pointed message because sometimes when it just comes out of your own brain, it's general, it's like blah, it's like all over the place. It's like word salad. But when you've had conversations with people, you can leverage that either right then to make a sale or, um, 
or you can use that content for um, a bigger presentation, podcast, whatever. So I would say all the above. It's actually a, a great strategy. Um, the con to an Instagram story, and someone might disagree with me on this, but I would say the biggest con is that you don't have a captive audience. The thing about um, like a webinar or this, some of these other things we've talked about, people are like in the room, like they've signed up for it. They have raised their hand. They are, they are choosing to do this. And when it comes to Instagram stories, it can be kind of like, okay, are they just tapping through my stuff or are they actually signed? Like, are they actually in it? And so it can give you like kind of a skewed perspective on what's really happening. And, you know, it's not that big of a deal, but you, you want to have some confidence and like, how do you do your numbers? Right. And it took us years to, to wonder like how in the world, what are our numbers here? Like we know what money's coming, but like, it just was so organic and organic is really hard to measure. So that might be another kind of like pickle, but it, it's not worth worrying about. If you are under the six figure or million mark, my goodness, like you can go hard and refine your message and just have some fun and like make money while you learn. Like, hello, it's amazing. Okay, so that was number four. Number five, I'm excited to share this with you. And this is challenges. Challenges, challenges, challenges. I'm so excited to talk to you about challenges because, well, we've recently, um, in the last, gosh, three to four months, have been doing the sell your offer challenge. And this is not our first challenge. Our very first challenge was in August of 2020 called the Needle Movers Challenge. And it's really neat what challenges um, bring about. But both of the experiences were phenomenal. Uh, which is very cool to think back on to the 2021 because it was an accident. But the principle of a challenge is just very cool because um, I'll just kind of tell you more about what we do with the sell your offer challenge and um, people in our program, I'm going to make a specific training on this and like how you can implement challenges. Um, But some of the principles of them are so valuable. So the biggest pro of a challenge there's a few but the biggest one I think is that it's immersive so you get like multiple days with people and people sign up for multiple days so it's not like you're keeping them hostage like they want to be with you for two three four five days um to experience this transformation and um for us like that transformation is people who go from like not selling their offer to selling their offer. We're not telling them how many sales they're going to make. All that we're saying is that you can sell it. You can get into the action of selling. And so we do that every single day. We challenge someone um, who is in the challenge to do something specific sales related every single day. And people feel so free and light and energized by it. And you can do the same thing. We did the same thing back with the needle movers challenge and people loved it. People love to get into action because action, honestly, it cures like anxiety. It cures like stuck brain ideas, stuck brain ideas. And, um, yeah, so that the concept in general, like anybody can do it. Um, let's think of another pro. What else do I have? Oh, because it's multiple days, you don't just want to like teach every single day, which is a whole, I need to do more content on just sales messaging in general, but you really never just want to like teach your stuff. Like it's not just giving away free content. It's about helping build up people's beliefs 
right? For us, it's like we're building up this idea of sales. For you, you might be building up this idea of like someone's body being made and designed to be healthy and like wanting to to win for them, right? And be healthy for them. Um, maybe if you um, do stuff with money, you want people to believe that managing their money is how you build wealth. Not making more money, but managing their money, right? I don't know. Well, I don't know what it is for you, but you get to actually build these beliefs over multiple days and you get to tackle down beliefs um, and all combined with this immersive experience, you get just like people need, let me think, what are the, what's the data? People need like 11 hours in at least seven interactions with you before they buy. And this is different than the like seven follow-ups that we've heard before because it's way less about, oh, I did my part. I did my part. It's like, well, like were they engaged for 11 hours and challenges um, on top of like maybe people binge your YouTube or your podcast or your content. Like if that cumulatively adds up to hours and hours and hours, like they're going to be more likely to buy from you because they've spent more time with you and challenges do that in a very, very quick way. Um, I can't, I honestly can't say enough good things about them. I think that they are so awesome for anybody to do. Like I, I would be curious if someone out there is like, would a challenge work for me? I, I honestly reach out to us. We're always happy to talk in DMs. You can email us, you can comment on YouTube. I mean, just ask because these, any of these strategies at all, like can work in combination. Um, Yeah. So awesome. Okay. So the con I would say of challenges is that you end up asking for the biggest time commitment from someone and it's your biggest time commitment. Um, I think based on what I've already said, that time commitment is well worth it because the conversions of people are really good and they have built a relationship with you. They trust you. And if they don't, then that's fine. Like they, hopefully they still got what they paid for. I know for us, we want people to have like come to the challenge and leave and like love it regardless of if they work with us afterwards or not but you are asking for that big time commitment on the front end um and so less people are going to sign up than they would for a free one hour webinar that's just like the nature of the beast so I would just say even though it's not that big of a con because you can like make more money you can convert faster um you uh, you still just want to like have that expectation in your mind. And I will say just from our personal experience, um, we thought um, it takes a year for someone to buy. And our data showed us that it took 12 months for someone to buy. But what it was actually was like the amount of hours that they were spending with us. And so when when we've collapsed time in, in combined these kind of webinar style belief messages and action and coaching. And we, we coach within our challenge, which is like a whole different conversation. But again, we like blended the workshop and the webinar and even info calls all in one week. So that someone else who needs us that we can help them, they know sooner than later that we can help them. And that is why it's so beautiful for you too. Like who is out there that sooner or later they can know, sooner than later they can know that you can help them instead of just like, I kind of do webinars sometimes, I kind of do this sometimes. All you're doing is dragging it out. All you're doing is not letting them know sooner than later that you can help them. And honestly, like 
If someone comes to your webinar or your challenge and they're like, you know what? That is not me at all. Good. That is totally fine. Like you want them to go do what they need to do. And then you want people who are like, yes, this makes sense. Finally, someone's like speaking to what I want and what I need and the the results I want. Hello. If you can show them sooner or later, I highly recommend it. So I know that I've been talking to our students and clients a lot about challenges and we um, have been doing some consulting lately and we just consulted a company on a challenge and they, like their results were like insane and I could go on and on about that, but that's a different conversation. I just wanted to share with you these five things that we've tried and how honestly, I hope you've heard that they all work. They all work. They just have their different strengths and there's not like one type of thing that works. There's not just one type. They just all have their cost benefit. And, and for you to have the expectation that it's all good. You can try and move on. You can try and love it. You can try and hate it. And you are still like, so there's nothing wrong with you if you hate it. And there's nothing wrong if something doesn't work. You can either adapt it or try something different, but please, please, please never, ever, ever give up because you're a sales girl and sales girls keep going. Sales girls love who they serve. They remember who they serve. And that's what makes this all worth it. So I hope you enjoyed this. Again, feel free to reach out to us anytime at all about like questions you have, clarity you want. And we will answer more questions on the Sales Girl Show and on Instagram or wherever, uh, maybe even in our newsletter, Sales Girl Social. So I hope you have a beautiful day. Talk to you soon.